What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Godly Dating 101 podcast. It's your boy, Tavares. Um, got another one for y'all today, a good one. Um, but before we get into that, I just want to thank you guys for tuning in. You guys know I'm I'm probably the least tech-savviest person because I literally have to talk about this almost every other episode. So I promise you guys I'm working on getting an editor, a permanent editor for the podcast, for YouTube, because I'm going to try to get this uploaded, but only God knows if that's going to work. I'm trying to get it uploaded for YouTube, get it early to the Patreon family um, so, we got, so we can get this thing rolling. Um, it's just a whole lot of confusion, but regarding content, I believe I have a word from God in order to speak to you guys. I hope you guys will hear me. Um, definitely don't just take my word for it. I want you to take this episode, pray about it. I want you to dig into your quiet time with God and ask God, what is he saying? Um, because I think it's kind of a heavy topic because it's kind of difficult to uh, be a Christian in today's society, um, quite frankly. Um, but today I want to talk about the media's influence on our walk with God. And I want to talk about that because we get so many messages and, and DMs and emails, you know, in regards to, you know, I'm, I'm still struggling with lust. I'm still struggling with pornography. I'm still struggling with depression. I'm struggling with this. You know, they'll tell us something. We try to answer, you know, and then, oh, I'm still struggling with it. Or we'll do an episode about it. Oh, it's still an issue. And it's just like, I get it. You know, the temptation is real. The struggle gets real. You know, they mention all these problems that they're having. You know, people are battling their anxieties. You know, they're having their issues with their emotional well-being. They're having issues with their exes. And I get that. You know, every scenario is different, you know. So that's the reason I had to just do an episode uh, general because it's something that I, I noticed a reoccurring theme in all these scenarios. You know, people kept saying how their ex would be coming back and they kept falling into sexual temptation, X, Y, Z. And it's just like, well... <laughs> I can't, I can't, you know, I'm, because I'm not the Holy Spirit, <laughs> you know, you have to rely on him. But it was an issue that I was seeing um, that we needed to address. And the issue, the main issue that I noticed that in all these scenarios, there was a reoccurring theme. There was a reoccurring problem that many people were falling into. And not just them, me, when I was, you know, dealing with the same issues and praying for deliverance regarding certain things, I would typically have the same issues, typically have the same problems that I'm constantly trying to get over. And I know that what I would always run into would always be our media choices, um, our media choices, not just music, not just TV, but media in general, the things we're intaking. Um, so this episode is not going to be telling you, you know, unfollow certain people or you're going to hell. Eh, that's not me. You know, I know I've struggled with it because of who I followed and they were leading me more into lust and leading me more into sexual temptation. Um, but I'm not telling you who you need to follow. I'm going to leave that up to you. Um, to take that up with God, you know, to pray about it, you know, to do what y'all need to do. Because a lot of times when you tell people what they should do, even if it's common sense, in my opinion, they'll feel as though you're trying to control them. And I don't want you to think I want to control you. I want the Holy Spirit to control you. So I'm just going to mention some things and hopefully you get it because I'm not going to tell anyone, oh, delete your Netflix. And that means you're going to be righteous. No, 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 I'm not. You're I'm not one of those people. Oh, X, Y, do this. You're going to hell. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> it may lead you along that path, but I don't believe certain things are a problem. I believe what, what comes out of it, you know, so media isn't the issue, but what the media is doing to you can, can quickly become an issue, you know, because I want us to understand that media is a medium. 
meaning it's like a method, a, a transportation thing. So it's, it's a means by which something is done. Um, so the media, something is happening in Japan. I don't know about it because I don't live there, right? I don't know about what's happening in, in, in my neighbor's house. I don't even know what's happening in the city next door. You know, but if I see it on the media, if I see it in the news, now I'm more informed. Um, you know, so the media, um, I want you to understand that they have four main purposes. Um, obviously, they do more than this, but four main purposes that I found. One, the media is to entertain you. So the media is, uh, let me just get through it. The media is one, to entertain you. Two, to inspire you. Three, to educate you. And four, to convince you. So the every time you watch a TV show, every time you, you turn on that channel, I don't care if you're watching Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, you're watching Fifty Shades of Grey, um, you're watching some Tyler Perry, whatever you decided to watch, something about that is trying to entertain you, is trying to inspire you, is trying to educate you, or is trying to convince you of something. So it doesn't matter what it is, you know, and I know you probably never thought about it. You probably have your favorite show, like, boom, one of mine is the Mar is Martin. You know what I mean? Martin, it would, it could probably just fall in or fall under the entertainment section, right? Cause it's comedy. Um, but at the same time, it may be inspiring me to do something, you know, or it may be educating me on something without me knowing it. So a lot of us, we think we, we think we have so much control over, what we allow into our spirit, but we're we're honestly fooling ourselves because there's so many of us that doesn't understand that we have so many hidden hidden issues because of what we allowed through our media. Um, many people they don't think they're violent, you know. I just cursed that person out one time, but I didn't mean any harm. Um, why, why, why were curse words in your spirit, child of God? <laughs> you know, um, because possibly you're watching a lot of TV shows that had a lot of cursing. Maybe you were watching a lot of movies that had a lot of cursing. So it's these things that fall in that category that that it, it is educating you on something. It's trying to convince you of something. When you watch the news, um, the Republicans are trying to convince you the Democrats are idiots. The Democrats are trying to convince you the Republicans are idiots. And that's for my Americans, you know, but that's something that's a clear example that we see, you know. So what my 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 thing to you is I want you to be careful of what you're feeding yourself. And I say that because we think we have control over what we are doing, but we don't. We don't have control. There's a bigger spiritual warfare going on. And I know a lot of you may not be very knowledgeable on spiritual warfare, but it is real. <laughs> it is not something that uh, some deep person made up one day out of boredom trying to sound spiritual. No, but spiritual warfare is something that's really going on. The Bible mentions that there's a war for your soul. You know, So there, there's things that we need to be aware of as Christians. But before I dive a little deeper, I want to give a shout out to today's episode's sponsor, BetterHelp. Um, is a resource for all Christians, all people in general, because we need to prioritize our mental health. I do know around these this time of year, there, there are a lot of people that are struggling with their mental health, but they're here to assist you. Um, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You'll be able to connect in a safe and private online environment. Your counselor can be contacted at any time. Also, you can set up phone or video calls as you desire. So if you're facing depression, stress, anxiety, anger, or any form of trauma, they are there to help. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So if you're feeling burdened down, I want you to enjoy a more blessed and stress-free life as one of our listeners. You'll get 10%. As one of our listeners, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting BetterHelp.com slash godly. 
Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash godly. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So like I was saying, we have to be careful of the things that we're entertaining. And I say that with a seriousness because I honestly don't think most Christians take the Bible seriously. You know, and, it, and it's no shade, but that's a huge issue in today's generation, um, the Bible illiteracy. People don't know the word of God. They know what their pastor said. They know what mama said. They know what auntie said. They know what how to, they know they're saved because my brother, sister, cousin, you know, whatever. Somebody done told you you're saved but if you just do this. They don't know what the Bible said for themselves. They don't dig in for themselves. And, you know, because we don't fill up the emptiness with the word of God, then we automatically fill it up with the things of this world. When you're not immersed in scripture, you're probably immersed in the world. If you're not seeking after spiritual growth, by default, you're spiritually drifting from God. You know, And I know that may not be easy to understand, but it's the truth. No one is stagnant. No, no one is stagnant. We're, we're walking one or two directions. We're walking closer to God. We're walking further away from him. So we have to take that into consideration that we must be careful of the things we're entertaining. And we cannot open appetite, excuse me, open appetites that God is trying to close. Um, if God said flee fornication, uh, I'm not sure why we feel the need to, okay, let me get a little closer. Boop, let me, let me, let me just place one finger on it. I'm not going to grab hold of the whole thing, God. I'm just going to entertain it just a little bit. That's how we act as Christians. You know, God said, don't go to that boy house. You know, you know, the Holy Spirit is talking to you saying, no, go to that boy house. But you're like, all right, I'm not going to go to his house. I'm just going to FaceTime him at his house. I'm just going to so happen to not be wearing clothes when I, when I mistakenly tap the FaceTime button. You know, and that's how we act. That's how we act. We entertain these things and and not even just that, but we'll say we're avoiding sexual temptation but we'll watch shows that lead us into sexual temptation. Meaning, and, and I know it's not popular, but you know, it's true. Meaning I'm not going to have sex with my body. No, because I'm a child of God and I'm saving myself, my wife, my husband. And we say all these things, but then we're watching shows that everybody's having sex. Uh, people aren't married and you know, homosexuality is going on and people are cheating on their spouses or, or um, things like that are taking place. And we're watching these things and we're wondering why in our heart we keep desiring sex. Oh, but God, I but God, I didn't do anything. I didn't have that conversation with that boy again. I didn't I didn't go after that girl again. Yeah, but your heart is there because it's in your media choices. You know, I, I think we 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 neglect the power of media. Media is going to convince you that it's okay. Um, because it gets you to gets you to the point whereas if you're spending time with God, let me tell you this. If you quit social media 30 days. And you're just spending time with God, spending time with your family, just going on with life, but just off of social media 30 days. The moment you get on social media, you'll realize how much perversion is going on. If you don't watch TV for 30 days, just 30 days, and then you get back on and you'll be like, it was this sexual? It was this promiscuous? You'll look, you'll look at it like, wow, I was addicted to this show. 
man, it was a lot of sexual innuendos that I had no idea. A lot of, a lot of comments that really slipped me. Why? Because the more you're immersed in it, it's the further you are from God and you don't even know it because it's a subtle, it's a subtle temptation that tries to kill you. It's something that the devil just, he creeps in casually and you don't even realize it because you're entertained. And then the moment you step away from the entertainment, and now you get a you get a spiritual lens to look through because you're spending time with God. It's the quicker you can pick up on when temptation is knocking at the door. You know, Romans one speaks of God being displeased with the people that were unthankful, unholy. You know, they knew God, but they didn't honor him as God. They were living homosexual lifestyles. They were doing all these things that weren't pleasing God. And he said, not only, um, um, you know what, I'm, I'm going to just read it for you because I don't want to tell you guys any nonsense. Romans chapter one. Um, my Bible is set at the ESV right now on my iPad. Um, Romans 1, KJV. There we go. Verse 32, who knowing the judgment of God that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but they have pleasure in them that do them. So many of us, we we know, man, that, that lifestyle, right? There's that that, that lifestyle of perversion, that lifestyle of lying, that lifestyle of stealing, that lifestyle of killing, um, whatever, um, it leads to death. But we don't have a problem staying away from it ourselves. Man, I'm not going to have sex out of marriage anymore. I know God isn't pleased with it, but we entertain it. God said that judgment is coming to the saint, to us as well when we entertain the things, knowing God is going to judge those people for those actions. And yet we're happy when our friends are doing it. We celebrate our friends. We know our friends are in sin, but we're like, yay. You know, we're at work. We're, we're, oh, turn up whenever they post their sin and their story. But in reality, that's because we're trying to live vicariously through them. Hey, listen, I'm just, don't shoot the messenger. I'm just, I'm, I'm just letting you know what God be telling me. You know what I'm saying? So in Genesis 3, we see, we see how this issue started literally from the beginning of time. Genesis 3, um, verse 6 through 7, it says, And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took up the fruit thereof and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her. And he did eat. And the eyes of them, eyes of them both were open, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. So we see... Adam and Eve ate of the tree that they shouldn't have. And that's been the devil's agenda since the beginning of time. Get God's people to do what they shouldn't do. Um, get God's people to. So the thing that God, the one thing God says to avoid, God doesn't tell them to avoid anything. But the one thing we see that God tells them to avoid, the devil gets them to see that that's the one thing that they should desire the most. Isn't that isn't that something weird um, that they're in a garden where everything looks nice? Everything is is accessible to them. I really struggled there. Um, but everything is at their leisure. They can do as they please. You know, they, you know, God just gives them free will, gives them any, go ahead, children. This is yours. Be fruitful, be, uh, you know, multiply, you know, have dominion. And God just says, yeah, but that tree right there, don't eat from that tree. You know, leave that for me, leave that for daddy. You know, don't touch daddy's tree, but everything else, so you go ahead and have some fun. And then we see that they went and they're doing whatever they wanted. And the serpent comes up and the serpent is like, did God really say you can't eat of, you know, that tree? You know, and, and it was that one thing, whereas Eve should have said, yeah, that's history, you know, but we're good with everything else. But no, Eve gets into a conversation and now she starts seeing the one thing that she shouldn't have. Now she starts questioning, well, you know, God said we're going to die. And the devil's like, yeah, if 
Uh, if you're touching and eat it, you're really going to die. Nah, God just knows that you're going to be like God. He does. He does he's stopping you from being great, sis. He's stopping you from reaching your full potential. That's exactly what the world tells us whenever they want us to sin like that. The church people really want you to dress like this. Church people really say you can't be turning up and twerking at the club no more. Church people really say you can't be doing this and doing that. Oh, man, that church is holding you back. That's <laughs> Listen, I, I may be sounding dramatic, but I've heard it all. Come on, bro. Like, we can slide to the club. You can repent tomorrow. I've heard it all, you know, and we make it seem like like the devil is not doing the same thing today. No, the devil is trying to open your appetite to something. And Eve was not supposed to get it, but the devil never changes agenda. He is still trying to do that to us today. He wants to open your mind to something that God never wanted you to experience. He wants to open your mind to a level of perversion that God never intended for your mind to even fathom. He wants you to, to, to turn on that pornography and God has been trying to protect you from it. He wants you to turn to that lifestyle of lying and God is trying to protect you from it. He wants to lead you down that path of depression. He wants to lead you down those anxieties and allow you to think that your emotions are God, but your emotions are not God. And I understand that every a lot of people deal with you know mental health is a real thing, you know, as I just said. <laughs> but I also want us to understand that sometimes things are bad, um, combating us and the devil wants you to, to cave in that corner and just give up when in reality, God is like, no, I have a peace that passes all understanding, you know, and, and I believe, you know, that the devil is constantly trying to lead us down the path of destruction. And it's up to us to not allow that to happen. It's up to us to make the decision, you know, to turn to him. You know, I don't, that's weird. My brother's trying to FaceTime me. I love you, bro, but I'll call you after this um, after this talk. Um, but the devil's trying to lead us, you know, down a path of destruction. And we have to be willing to to know when to to turn off certain things, to tune out certain conversations, because the devil is trying to open Eve's mind to something God never intended for her to experience. You know, the media's goal is the same thing. It wants to open your eyes to something. So yeah, you may say. Oh, all TV isn't bad. I, and I don't think so. There are a lot of Christians that they won't do any TV at all. I don't think all TV is bad, but you also have to understand that they all have an agenda. Um, yeah, entertainment isn't bad, but entertainment is a problem when it takes away from your devotion to God. Um, them trying to convince you of whatever they're saying isn't sin or it, um, isn't a problem, whatever. That may not be a problem, but if it's leading you into sin, um, because let's think about and not to target them, but this is probably the, the easiest for us to understand. The LGBT um, agenda, 20 years ago, you were not seeing that embraced on TV. Um, 10 years ago, you probably saw one or two you know, gay characters in a show. Now, there's not a show to exist without, without two gay people kissing, without gay people having sex. Like At least I don't know of any. If y'all can hook me up with some good shows, please let me know. But um there's always something, and it's like they're trying to push that subtly because before it wasn't happening, and now the media is trying to convince you, okay, well, we can have a great show or a great character. Uh, just let them have a little homosexual lifestyle inside of it. And I'm not saying you know, they don't deserve a part inside, inside of the entertainment industry because regardless whether they're gay or straight, a lot of these people still need Jesus, you know, so they still need to repent. But the problem with that is, they try to get you to a point where you feel as though it's not a problem and everything is it 
every, nothing should be worried about, you know, just uh, it's no big deal. And they get you to become casual with it. And we as Christians, we can't be casual. The Bible says in Proverbs 4.23, guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life. King James says out of it flows the issues of our life. So we we can't allow the media to pull us out of God's kingdom. And and I know people like to say, once saved, always saved. Um, Bible says, he that endures to the end shall be saved. So there's no way to simply, oh, I love God, and then go out and go live a lifestyle of sin and not think we have to repent. No, if you repent, God will forgive you, but you can't just do whatever you want. But there are a few things, few questions I want to leave you with before we end this po- before I end this podcast. Um, first of all, is the media influencing you, influencing you more than Christ? And I really need that to be clear because I honestly think a lot of us don't understand how much the media does influence us. Is the media pulling you out of God? So, so my question to you is for those who are messaging us and you know, or struggling with loneliness, singleness, are you struggling because of who you're following on social media? Are you struggling because of your social media account? Because there's one thing to desire a spouse. That's a healthy desire. And it's okay to pray for that. It's okay to believe God for that. But are you wanting a spouse just because everyone on your timeline has one? Because is the is social media telling you that in order for you to be happy, you need to have a significant other? Then that becomes a problem because Colossians 2, 9 and 10 says, For in him, for in him dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Um, that's Jesus saying all of God is within Jesus. And then verse 10 goes on to say, and you are complete in him. So we are complete in Christ. We're not complete in a relationship. We're not complete just because we're dating someone new. And that's something, you know, many of us, we don't realize, you know, so I don't want any of you feeling as though you have to be envious or you have to be trying to um, get this next relationship because that opens the door to the next stage of my life. I'm just going to, I'm just going to be so fulfilled and content when I get that new relationship. Uh, Maybe not. You know, maybe life will get it slightly better, but maybe it won't. Maybe they're a nightmare. (laughs) You know, my only goal, um, our only goal in following these people should be to be inspired because, you know, we enjoy their life. We enjoy their creativity, X, Y, Z, but not so I can be them. I don't want you to follow godly dating because you want to be Tavares and Safa. No, we're not the standard. Don't be like us. Be like Jesus, you know, and and I know people are going to say it's easy to say because you're married. I made this page as a single guy. I never showed my face because people thought, you know, people, I never wanted to draw people to me. And a lot of people really thought that it was a ran by a woman because of the type of thing said, no, it's just a, a guy that believes that you don't need a relationship in order to be in God's will. You can be in God's will while you're single. <laughs> you know, um, number two is music causing you to feel lonely. Um, I really want you to understand that a lot of times people are saying, oh, I'm feeling lonely. Yeah, when you listen to Justin Timberlake and Chris Brown all day, of course, you know, you're in your feelings. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we have to be careful that we're not we're not allowing our playlists to, to lead us out of God's will, man. And I say that and I say that with all seriousness because so many of the songs that are on our playlist are the reason why sex is on our brains. Um, like I know a lot of Christians that listen to secular music. Um, I avoid it pretty much at all costs. Um, there's some cool songs that are out there, but I don't really try to get into that stuff. Not at least me personally. I, I get convicted hearing nonsense. But there's some people that listen to straight garbage, and then 
you hear everybody else say, oh, that person has an anger problem. Well, duh, he listens to the baby. <laughs> like, of course he does. Or man, sis is so promiscuous. A bro is so promiscuous. Duh, look at who they're listening to. You know what I'm saying? And it's so easy for us to, to not understand the issue at hand because we're so focused on, we're so focused on, um, okay, well, God, take the desires away. And God is like, well, turn the music off. Spend time with my presence. You know, are you listening to music that is building you up, encouraging you, making you feel good? Or are you listening to stuff that's tempting you to go do something God doesn't want you to do? Um, because, I mean, obviously no one listens to R. Kelly anymore, but, you know, everybody knows he's like the king of making music that people are going to make babies to. Um, <laughs> but if you're listening to him, of course, temptation is in the air. Like, let's not, let's not play naive. You know, are you having a hard time releasing that anger because of the type of music you're listening to? Like in the hood, you know, people did drive by, people rob people. You know, everybody turned to smoking and drinking growing up in the neighborhood. And it was just like, who was our influencers? You know what I'm saying? Rick Ross, Trick Daddy, you know what I'm saying? Like people like that, Plies. Like, so of course we were being idiots in the neighborhood, <laughs> you know? So it's like, I don't want to say you. every person who listens to rap music looks a certain way or just because you listen to gospel music means you're not tempted with sexual temptation. No, 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 no. That's not the case because sexual temptation is normal. Um the problem is when you feed it, it becomes, uh, it is going to lead you into sexual temptation and lead you into sin or being angry is fine. The Bible says be angry and sin not, you know, things like that. But a lot of times we're depressed because of the sad music we're listening to, you know, like it's up to you to decide to feed your mind with something that'll build your spirit because garbage in means garbage out. Um, my dad, yeah, <laughs> I wrote this down so I can remember it. But like, all right, so a little before I mention my dad, most of us know that we can we can remember uh, music from when we were like eleven. All you need to do is hear the intro, and you already know Cash Money taking over the nine nine two thousands. All all my black people right now probably already know what song I'm talking about, and you didn't hear no beat. All you heard was Cash Money taking over the nine nine two thousands, and you know what's about to be, what's about to happen because music definitely has an impact on your life. The media you listen to, I'm telling you, man. I remember growing up, my dad would play like the gospel, um, the, the Bible, our audio all day and night. Like there was a radio in the house that played it. Anytime you walk by, you heard First John, this, that, or some type of old school gospel music. And it was just like, bro, this is annoying. And I'm not saying anyone needs to do that, implement that in their homes. But because I heard it so often, there, there, there was no way for me to not have so much scripture in my spirit and my mind up literally up until today because of how much he played it inside the house. And while I took it for granted then, and while I thought, dude, this, can we get something upbeat? You know, it built my spirit at a very young age because whatever you feed yourself, whether subtly or not, because it wasn't always allowed. No, you hear, you heard it quietly, but because you heard it quietly, your spirit still took a hold of it. Many of us think, I'm going to just listen to the beat or or they, we say comments like that, and we don't realize that, nah, the, the words creep into your spirit. And I want you to take note of that because you can't escape what the, the power of music really would do to you. Or even how the media tries to portray things like politics. Many Republicans and Democrats are great people. There are some on both sides that are psychopaths, um, that are crazy. They're, they're in idol worship of their candidates and and, and of their policies, whatever, you know, I don't, I don't get into that. But the problem is with media is it's not necessarily informing you of 
you know, policies. They're informing you of how one side is full of clowns and the next side isn't. And they want you to get to the point where they're convincing you you're right and the next side is wrong. They're convincing you you are godly and the next side are Satan worshipers, you know? So we have to be careful of these things that we're feeding our spirit. What I want to say to you, um, really want to leave you with is this. And I believe David said it best in this Psalm, Psalm 101 and verse three. He says, I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. I hate the work of them that turn aside. It shall not cleave to me. David said, I hate things that are wicked before my eyes. I don't, I don't like seeing things that look wicked. I don't like hearing about things that look wicked. I don't, I don't want to know nothing about this sinful stuff people are entertaining. And we know that we can't necessarily escape you know, the sin of the world, but we can escape the sin that we bring into our homes. We can escape the sin from our Netflix accounts. We can choose what we allow into our spirit. We can choose because I have no control over what a woman wears, but I have control over if I stare at her. I have control over if I continue following her account. You know, I, I can't control what Netflix decides or Hulu decides to post on their on their website, but I can decide if I want to buy an account or I can decide if I want to watch that movie or that TV show, you know, or I can't decide you know, decide what that that popular artist is going to put on their album. I don't know if it's going to be godly or not, but I can determine if I'm going to listen to it. I can determine if it's going to be in my car, if my child is going to be hearing it, if my wife is going to be listening to it. I can control those things within my sphere, but I can't control what they do. And it's so easy to say, oh God, I sinned because the serpent made me do it. Or God, or Adam saying, God, I sinned because the woman, and the woman sinned because the serpent. It's so easy for us to point blame at everybody else, not realizing it all started because of what we were listening to. If you don't give your ear over to the enemy, then nothing he says has power over you. But the moment we start listening and engaging with him, that's when we can be led astray. So yeah, I appreciate you guys for listening. <laughs> be sure to subscribe. Um, I hope this episode gets you thinking. I really do. I really hope it gets you thinking. I want you to share this with a friend. I do want you to take these things into consideration and pray about it. I want you to ask God, God, are my media choices pulling me out of your will or are they bringing me closer to you? And if they're pulling me out of your will, help me to know what to cut off. Help me to know what's an issue. Help me to know what to replace it with. Um, And then you can grow from there. If you're on Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave a a subscription. Uh, five-star review. My apologies. Um, Be sure to keep emailing and DMing us with topic suggestions. Um, And yeah, click the link in the description box if you want to support the ministry. Join us on Patreon and hopefully I'll get get this on YouTube. Peace.